Welcome back to the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. I am the Grey Knight, your host today. It's getting cold outside, so we do have one story today all about getting to know one another, getting a little bit warmer before the questions. It's one piece that I'm very proud of, and it's called First Time. Hmm? Oh, yes. I had a very nice night, too. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to press too hard or anything, but is there something on your mind? You just, you've been acting a little bit differently tonight. I noticed it at dinner, I, I noticed it in the car, and I notice it now. Like, I don't know, your shoulders are just drawn to each other, your legs are close. Is there something wrong? Is it something I've done? <laughs> That's very sweet of you to say, but I promise I'm just asking about you because I care. I, uh, I have had a, a lot of fun with you lately. I've never really broken my rule before on age limits. Yeah, the uh, divide by two plus seven, that has really helped me out in the past. <laughs> uh, but I've had fun breaking it with you. I have. You're definitely worth it. I hope you can hear that, the way that my smile gets so big when I talk to you, that they crack a little bit. Let me, uh, let me just try it one more time. <laughs> I like this smile. I want to keep this smile. This is a very good smile. Works for me. Makes me look very dashing. Maybe even more than normal. Wow. Really? Uh, <laughs> huh. Uh, no, no, no. It's totally okay that you're a virgin. Uh, but it's totally okay that I'm surprised. That explains a lot. Come here. Come here. I just want to get an arm around you. And maybe my other hand on your thigh. Look at me. Hey, look at me. It's okay. Really? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? I was going to throw you out? Mm. I was going to hire some professional instructor to teach you in the ways of pleasuring a man. I assure you, uh, if you have seen some of the women I have dated, you already please me way more than them before we've ever had sex. You're funny, you're smart, and you are particular, so I can see why no one's been able to cross this threshold before. 
I really like you, and I'm really okay with whatever happens next. I'm not worried, so don't worry. Mm. Mm, I just love kissing you. sure? Are you really sure that's what you want? Of course I'll go slow. You know, one of the things that I like about you the most is that I know as soon as you get your degree, you're going to save the world. I know, uh, I know a lot of your peers make fun of social justice warriors and the like, but you're actually going to be a warrior for justice. And I... I'm just... really into you in a way that I didn't expect. The, uh, the cute little girl next door thing really, really hides... All the best parts of you. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I want to go slow. Like you said, I want to just... Hmm. Can I lift you onto my lap? No, I, I don't want you to sit on my lap. I want to lift you into it. Is that okay? Thank you. So, if I just settle you down right here, I can play with your hair. And that's how we're going to start, okay? I'm just going to play with your hair a little bit. Stroke it down, top to bottom. Isn't that nice? I'm just going to pet. And once I scratch your scalp a little bit, once I play with just the bottom tips, I'm going to go ahead and kiss your neck. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? I love being this close to you. <laughs> Somebody's an advanced student. You're already wiggling your ass against me. Don't. Oh, gosh, you're blushing so hard I can see it in the back of your neck. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. It's okay. I get it. This isn't about the older man fantasy and the younger girl. This is about us. We don't have to be cliche. We just have to be honest. I want you to just close your eyes. Feel my hands on your thighs. Feel how they, they rub you through the skirt. Be present. 
You know, if I had my first time to do all over again, I just, I wish I were present. You know, I actually wasn't that much younger than you when I lost it. Mm, it's true. And I lost my virginity with the first woman who was super aggressive. And as you can imagine, that wasn't great for me. I just kind of, uh, <laughs> I just kind of did it to do it. You know, I felt so self-conscious being a late bloomer that I just wanted to remove the status, the stigma. And I'm telling you this not to caution you, but because in some way I get it. It's, well, it's important for you to, to lose this. But I want to make sure that it's for all the right reasons. And I really wish that you hadn't had two glasses of wine tonight. <sighs> what can I say? Beneath these brutish hands lie a gentleman. Feel my hands just on your back. There we go. Do you feel how they stroke up and down? How they move into your skin, your muscles, through your blouse? I'm going to put them under your shirt now. Do you feel them on your skin? Do you feel the little bit of difference between a fingertip and thumb? You're so warm. You're absolutely radiant, baby girl. I know that this is a huge gift being this close to you, and I promise no matter what happens next, I will always be grateful for it. <sighs> Why am I whispering? I don't know. You're just... You're just so soft and sweet like a little church mouse and I don't want to startle you. I just want to keep stroking you. Mm. Now I want you to promise, I want you to absolutely promise that the moment I do something you don't like, you're going to say no. Do you, do you feel comfortable? <laughs> Thank you for nodding. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for being you. Thank you for kissing my hand. Thank you for going out on that first date with me. And thank you for all the other ones. Just let me hug you for a moment. Just, just a moment. I like us like this. I like us this close. I like us. Hmm. You know, I, uh, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit, but I 
think there's actually a really good indicator for me on how special you thought tonight was going to be. And I know you're going to blush a little bit, but if it's there, like I suspect it is, then I'm going to be 100% on board this train. So, again, just let's let's do our best here to be adults. I know that you don't have as much experience at it as I do. Yes, young joke. And I'm going to go ahead and pull up your skirt and look at your panties because the cut of your panties will show me <laughs> what your mindset was when you were putting them on tonight. So let's just go ahead and... Oh my god, you're trembling. Uh, I wish... I wish I could make you laugh this hard when I weren't stripping you down. That would be nice. And speaking of nice, so are they. You really, uh... You went all out. How much ramen are you going to have to eat to make up for this purchase? Oh my god. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I feel elated. I can't believe that this is happening in a way. Ah. Oh. You are very special to me. And if you keep turning that shade, I'm going to have to start calling you tomato instead of baby girl. So how about we just move the skirt back down to your knees and just let's just look at each other. Just hold my hand. Just let me move my thumb in your palm and, you know, whatever happens, happens. I do have beautiful eyes, thank you for noticing. Ah, the face is okay. I really, really wish I had gotten a goslin or something like that. I'm glad you like it. I've grown attached to it myself. You know, after all my talk about being a gentleman... It's probably not very fair that you're kissing my chest like that. Okay. Are you sure? Let's do this. Uh, I'm just gonna lay you out all the way across the couch. And I'm going to lift your blouse up and just kiss over your stomach. And as I lift your blouse up higher, just, just follow it. Just land, just land little kisses all over you. Gosh, you make me so nervous, I stutter. <laughs> You know, your breasts actually look exceedingly more beautiful than they feel, and I didn't even know that was possible. 
Oh, they feel great. I'm going to ask you to trust me here. Just close your eyes and let me... Let me make you feel like you're supposed to feel all the time. Mm. Your thighs are so nice. I love pulling them apart. I love running my hands all up and down them. I, uh, have just one last little moment of glee as I hook my fingers beneath your panties and start to drag them off you. Oh my god. You are so beautiful. I honestly cannot believe that this hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Normally, these would be flung across the room, but they are very nice, and I can admire quality when I see it. So, let me just go ahead and tuck those aside. Now, I'm going to move in between your legs, but nothing's going to happen yet, okay? Just get comfortable. Feel the weight of me. Feel what it's like to have a man on top of you. Mm. Okay. Now, I, I'm still clothed, so when I push my hips forward, nothing's going to happen. But I want you to, I don't know, I want you to adjust. Feel it. This isn't some tutorial for me. I, I'm having a really good time. I hope you know that. Uh, that's good. I want to stroke your face a little bit. Just while we get used to this. It's really not fair that you would suck on my thumb like that. No, I suppose you're right. Uh, if I move it too close to your mouth, what else can I expect? <laughs> okay, baby girl. I'm going to stroke you now. I'm going to stroke your pussy. Just feel around it with my thumb. Mm. I love how wet you are. <laughs> yes, I imagine you've been wet for a very, very long time. Oh. watching you moan, don't get self-conscious. Just let me watch you twist. Let me watch your face and make sure that this is exactly what you need. I'm going to touch your clit now. Just roll around it a little bit. Oh my god, yes. Mm. Baby girl, you are so precious to me. Oh, my God, yes. Oh. 
Are you sure? Okay. All right. Uh, here, let me take your hand by the wrist. I want you to feel me. I want you to feel my cock. I want you to know that it's going inside you. Just, just feel it. No, don't stroke it. I know. I get it. All right? If, if you haven't had sex, then you've probably had to do everything else with a cock with a decent enough guy. I get it. But this is about you. This is about us. Okay? Look me in the eyes now, please. Just feel my cock. Feel how hard you make it. It's just like my spile. It's just like my eyes. You make me so hot and so happy. Okay? Now what I want you to do, just for you, is just guide me towards you. Just guide me towards your pussy. Mm -hmm. I feel like a little bit of control here will go a long way for you. Okay, you can have your hand back now. Oh, you want to hold mine? Okay, okay. This is going to become a balancing act, but anything for you, baby girl. Are you ready? Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Let me just go ahead. Oh, I know it's cliche, but you are so goddamn tight. Oh. <laughs> I've never, I've never had to push into someone like this before. And I love that you're looking me in the eyes while I am. Oh, God. Oh, baby girl. Oh, my sweet, sweet good girl. You drive me crazy. It's okay, close your eyes. I want you to sit back. I want you to I want you to feel it. Just let me squeeze your hand as I start to push in and out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to open you up little by little. We're not doing anything major yet. Oh, oh God. I know I said it's about you, but let me assure you, there is no way on earth I couldn't be enjoying this. Uh, you're going to have to be an advanced student, because 
As soon as we do this again, I'm going to need to tell you how amazing your pussy is. And you can't be blushing and throwing your hands over your eyes just because I did. Oh, my God. Oh, baby girl, I'm going to start really going now, okay? I'm not going to go hard. I'm just going to go all the way in, just like that, and then all the way back out to just the tip. And I just want you to feel it, the whole pattern, all the way in, all the way out. Squeeze my hand all the way in, all the way out, yes, all the way in, a little bit faster, all the way out, in, out, in, out, you're so beautiful, baby girl, out, in, Buck those hips against me. I know that you need a little bit more. It's okay. It's okay. Just focus on it. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you to come. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Lay back. It's okay. It's okay. Let me just, I'm gonna really press into you. Oh, let me. Oh my God, that was so much fun. Oh, oh. no, you stop. If you say sorry one more time, I'm gonna flick your nose. You're going to make a domestic abuser out of me, don't. There is nothing to be sorry about that. Was so much fun. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, oh. Well, I bought dinner, so I don't suppose you're going to buy me breakfast after that, huh? <laughs> Absolutely, I'll try that again. You want another glass of wine first? All right, it is question and answer time. 
number two, starting off this week with Socialist Barbie. Well, you have to excuse the fatigue in my voice. It's Do pretty I? late here. But um, now I get called pretty cold and heartless or that my emotions are like those of a typical American male because <laughs> I don't get involved with, well, emotionally involved with any of my sex partners. Mm. Uh, my question to you is, have you experienced anything similar um, like you you find yourself getting too detached from any of your partners or um, have you had an experience rather where you've gotten too involved with someone that you um, really didn't see a future with? Uh, well, let's just thank the EP for coming, coming out the gate firing uh, Socialist Barbie again. So the question is too detached or, or too attached. I consider myself very lucky. My libido is by and large attached to my how I feel about a particular person. So I am most aroused when I'm around somebody who I really like. As far as have you ever gotten attached to somebody you didn't expect to get attached to? Of course. Of course. But there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with uh there's nothing wrong with not being attached to people. That's just another way to do it. Okay, up next, psychotic insanity. Do you have a favorite language? And if you do, which is it and why? My favorite language is English, because it's the only one I know. All right, we've got one more from Psychotic Insanity. If you could go back to any of your younger selves that... and give them advice, what would you say and what version of you would you give advice to? Um, <clears throat> well, I don't know if that's Psychotic Insanity. The voice was pretty different on those two. But I would go back to teenager me, young teenager me, who was very depressed and suffered a lot with identity and issues of identity. And I would say it gets better. And it gets better in ways that you can't even imagine from where you're at right now, kiddo. So hang on. And sincerely, I know I, know I can be pretty flippant and snarky, but sincerely for anybody out there who's going through a rough patch, who is asking themselves, what am I doing? Where am I going? What does tomorrow even hold? Hang on. It will get better. I promise. Okay. Well, we are. <laughs> We're starting out. All right. Next question from Meg V. Hi, Jack. I'm going to ask two questions. Okay. First, what is your idea of a date at the initial stage of a relationship? Okay, first question, first date. I want a barrier. Uh, call me old-fashioned. I want to sit across from somebody. I want a physical barrier, and I can look into somebody's eyes, and I can judge, is this person going to kill me? So that's very important to me on a first date. Second part of the question. Question. As of now, where would you like yourself to be at the age of 50? Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for the question, Meg V. Um, 50. I would like to have the resources to do whatever I wanted 
for not only myself, but anybody in my life. I'd like that very, very much. Okay. Next question is from Leah Christiana Lacey. This is like my 16th time trying to record this question. <laughs> Don't hold it inside a generator. Hi Jack, this is Leah. I always loved how you included details in your audios. So I was wondering how you make all the different sound effects and how you actually put them into your audios. Okay? Thank you. Bye. You know, I, I think I'm quoting Kaiser Wilhelm when I say never learn how the sausage is, is made. Uh, but it, but since you asked what goes into my delicious, delicious sausage, it is a mix of homegrown sound effects where I will slap myself, etc., for spanking sounds, and then add those in after. Or sometimes there's just libraries of free audio sound effects that you can just get and put them in. <clears throat> Excuse me there. And what you do is you just record your voice as the A track, and then, ooh, it started, started snowing coming down, so there might be some cat and snow sound effects coming in here, speaking of B-roll. So you have your master track, your A track, which is the voice, the script, etc. And then you take in the sound effects, and that's the B-roll, and you just put those in there. So that's how you make sound effects. You either steal them legally, uh, or you create them, and then you mash them together like delicious, delicious Thanksgiving meals. Thank you again, Miss Leah Christiana Lacey. Up next, Sally. Hello. So I just discovered the gold mine that is your Tumblr after having spent all my life believing that you only exist on Reddit and <laughs> SoundCloud. So um, imagine my surprise. Um, and I have two questions. First, I heard you mention Fight Club at some point, and Fight Club is, and has been for quite a couple of years now, that's not proper English, quite some time, um, my favorite book, so I was wondering what you thought of it, and second question, I... Okay, first question, what do I think of Fight Club, the book? It's an amazing book, um, people get the reverse idea from Fight Club that they should, it is actually, in my opinion, very strongly against masculinity, um, I guess mild spoilers from the book. At the end of one of the first chapters, people have guns uh, trained on the narrator. They're going to kill them. They're going to shoot them. Explosions are about to go off. And the narrator says, I love you to a woman. And the SWAT teams, like the tactical teams are like, aww. And they put their guns down because it's so sweet. Fight Club is not meant to be taken so seriously. It's an indictment of that kind of masculinity, not... Uh, not extolling it. Second part of the question. I heard you enjoy or at least play chess. I also play chess, but I don't have anyone to play chess with. Will you chess me? I... That is all I have to say. Thank Ooh, you. Well, thank you very much for the question, Sally, but I cannot chess you because if I chessed you, I'd have to chess everybody. And there's just not enough you know, time in the day to chess every single woman who asks for it. But thank you very much again for the question. Next up, we have Yas to Yowie. Hi, Jack. Um, it is Yas to um, One of the questions that I have is, could you tell us, if it's not too personal, um, the silliest thing that you have done drunk? 
Like, I don't know, like, fall down the stairs, accidentally message someone. Well, falling down the stairs is a little bit gacy, yeah, that's but, not, you know, that's something. Not silly. All right, thank you, bye. We have very definitions of, uh, of silly. <laughs> uh, probably the thing that uh, is the silliest that causes no harm is I will overly cuddle my cat. And she does not care for that. Uh, okay, we do have another question from Yastiawi. Okay. Now, another question would be, how do you figure out all the slang that is used by <laughs> today's generations? I'm not calling you old or anything. I am. I'm just saying that keeping up with our slang words is sometimes hard, and I, I, I give you just so much praise for it and every time you say it i like crack up and it gives me life so yeah how do you keep up with that do you have like a secret informant going around telling you all the cool new words so yeah i uh i just read your tumblers and you guys make it pretty context sensitive what words mean and they're all really silly so they're easy to use obnoxiously with the exception of throwing shade uh, I found that from one of you guys on Tumblr, and I was like, I love that. Throwing shade is such a great way to say talking shit. Okay, and now another question from Yesti Yowie. Um, Another question would be, how do you feel now hearing our voices? So now you connect the voices with the faces, I guess. So how do you feel now hearing your, your followers, fans, um, voices now? Uh, I don't really know what most of your faces look like. I don't go out of my way to, to see that, and most of you are still eggs with sunglasses on. I heard that term for anonymous on Tumblr, and it's so good, eggs with sunglasses. Um, but the voices thrill me. The voices just kill me, hearing all the accents, hearing how wonderful all you guys sound. Uh, it makes me feel much more connected to you when I get a question and I can hear a voice especially the emotion in it, rather than just a Tumblr ask. So it's it's been stellar. I'm back here again at week two answering questions when I thought I was only going to do it once because of how how amazing I think it is. Okay, guess what, guys? We have another question from Surprise Host. Yes from Yowie. Yes to Yowie. Here we go. Okay, this question, last question is a bit odd, um, but I'm trying to prove a theory amongst my acquaintances. Uh, do you think you can fall in love with someone in a month? Uh, rather it be with friends or a significant other? Well, I mean, are you talking about different kinds of love? Because yes, you can, have, you can have different kinds of love in different periods of time, sure. If you're saying, can you meet somebody and fall in romantic love with them? In a month, that is... I've never, I've never put a time frame on it. That seems too short. That seems too short. Um, I've only ever been icked out by one woman I've met face-to-face. And somewhere around two weeks in, she said, unironically, she said, I feel like I know everything about you. And something deep within me said, run, run, Jack, run. And I did. Um, so it just, it seems to, uh, I guess for me, a month seems too early on. And I would also be wary if I was, if I was a month in with somebody and they went, hey, I know that I love you. I'd be like, I don't know how to pronounce caramel. 
Caramel? 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 You don't know if you love me. Oh, man. Guys. Guys. You're never gonna guess who this next question comes from. It's Yes Yowie. Okay, I'm dead serious. My last question we'll is, see. how are you liking the whole podcast uh, experience? Uh, do you find it very helpful? Is it difficult? Is it annoying? Or do you like connecting with your followers? <laughs> um, I'm a bit of a suck up. So thank you so much for all the work that you do. I can't, like, I, I can't even, uh, can't even just wait for your future works. Um, so yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yes to Yowie out. Uh, thank you very much for the thank you, and thank you for all the questions. Um, well, I, I said before how amazing it is to hear the voices and to hear the emotion in them and how that's a lot better for me than just reading Tumblr asks. I am having a ball doing it. I'm still in the stage where I'm learning how to do it time efficiently, so I will admit that's a bummer. That sucks. Um, I need to, I need to figure out a way to do it a little bit quicker than how I am. But yeah, um, I think, I think I've said this before, maybe on the blog, but the podcast is kind of proof of concept to me that I am serious about this. I didn't learn how to do the podcast and, and figure out all this stuff and, and fill out all those applications so I could stop doing this. So I'm having a wonderful time. I really like the question and answer segment. And frankly, I wish more of you would uh, send in questions like, yeah, yes, rather than just typing them into Tumblr every day. Uh, okay, so next question comes from Arabella. <laughs> um, I'll be nice. Don't be nice. Um, mostly because I can't think of a way to be mean to you at oh, the moment. Okay. Um, if you could keep anything as a pet, um, at real creatures, okay. imaginary, uh, oh. either from your imagination or um, mythical or, or from a video game, I'm trying to stay away from the which Pokemon would you choose? I think that's a, <laughs> not quite what I'm trying to ask. Um, what would you keep um, and why? <laughs> I could probably earn so many points by just leaning in and getting close to the mic and being like, the pet that I would like most to keep is you. But uh, it's not the spirit that the question was asked in. I always wanted a dragon. Who didn't want a dragon growing up as a pet? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, so dragon's pretty high up there. Uh, tiny elephant. Like a tiny, tiny elephant. That'd be a pretty great pet. Uh, I Yeah. You know what? Tiny elephant. I like that. I would have a tiny elephant and a dog and a cat, and I know that they would cuddle. All right, Arabella, thank you very much for your question. Up next, we have So Cliché, spelled in a way that makes a dyslexic's head explode. Hello, Jack. I hope you're having a wonderful day today, because I am. <laughs> Good. Um, my question is, being a writer myself, I have come across a lot of writer's block and I do have ADD, so that's quite a problem. Um, do you have any tips or advice for overcoming it? I love your work, by the way, and yeah, thanks. All right, well, thank you very much for that slow, so, ugh, so cliche. Um, long and short of it is, 
I believe in the behavioral school of psychology. And that has a, cent a central tenet that says the more we do something, the more likely we are to do that thing again in the future. So every time you write something and leave it unfinished, it's my opinion that you're training yourself to do it. And then the opposite is true as well. So I think you have to power through it. I know that's not the most uh, celebrated advice because when I've given it in the past, it certainly... <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking about somebody's eyes went wide in betrayal once when I said that. But I think you need to devote a place and time where you say, I'm, gonna, I'm either going to write or I'm going to stare at a blank page for X amount of time. And I'm going to do this over and over again until it's done. And I'm not going to write something new either. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force myself to force this out because no matter what, finishing this, no matter how that turns out, it's better than not finishing it. So best of luck and thank you again for the question. So cliche. Up next, we have another question from Psychotic Insanity. Maybe we don't. There it is. Do you remember the first time that you were aroused and puberty doesn't count? Pardon the cat. Um, cat and what caused it? Um, no, arousal came with puberty. And actually a fair bit after, uh, like earnest arousal. But I will say, at like age 10, I had this crush on a girl. And what I wanted to do, what I thought about doing with her a lot was stopping time and then giving her things, like leaving her things that she liked, like jewelry and clothing. And that would somehow turn into something. But I didn't really know what it was going to turn into. So I hope that counts. Uh, next question, also from Psychotic Insanity. What inanimate non-sexual object turns you on if any <laughs> uh anything that makes tea or food yeah i'm sticking with that answer that's a good answer jack that was a really good answer be proud of yourself okay up next we have absolute lena hi um i've got two questions they are both a little bit silly but i thought they were funny Okay. So, because you've talked about age before, I would like to know if you could be any age for a week, what would you choose? Like, would you like to try what it's like to live as a very old person, or go back to being a toddler for a week, or anything in between? Uh, first question is any age, and I choose 10,000. I choose 10,000 and draw blood and skin cells from me to prove it, and then I'll somehow use that to make money uh, by pretending I can sell immortality. And I'll say stuff like, I have always been among you, watching from the shadows. And, you know, and then I'll have the DNA to back it up, and people will be like, oh, shit. And then somehow I'll get rich off that. Okay, second part of the question. My second question is, if you could have one person, not limited to living, real, or someone you personally know. So if you could have one person of your choice, listen to your audience, and give you feedback, <laughs> who would you choose? 
Um, yeah, well, that's it. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for the questions. Absolutely, Lena. Uh, I'm laughing because who would I, for what well, you said, like not limited to friends, like friends, I've, I've given it to friends and say, go ahead, tell me what you're going to do. Uh, you know, tell me what you think I should do, etc. And so they're excluded because I've already asked. Who would I ask? Well, nobody does this, right? This is the frontier. Nobody does this. And men are... Men are very, very competitive in this in this field because there's no room. All the people who are, as far as I can tell, almost all the people who are making a living from this are women. And the men who are doing or, or making any kind of money from this, you know, they have like a little, they have their little kingdoms, their little fiefdoms, and they don't come out. They don't, uh, they don't share. So maybe, maybe if I could get honest critiques from one of the other guys... Uh, that would be nice. So that. But that's not a good answer. You know what a good answer is? Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. I don't know if you know this. He's an asshole. He's like, if you legitimately just read interviews with him, it's jaw-dropping how up his own ass he is. And he, he says stuff like, Cormac McCarthy doesn't write drama. I write drama. And he's astounding. So I would... If I'm going to be torn a hole by anybody, I want it to be Nicholas Sparks, because that way, uh, at least I'm going to get some. Uh, at least I'm going to get a smile out of it. Secondary answer: Oprah Winfrey, because <laughs> because how amazing would that be to have her go? You know, I I actually listened to this uh, audio. I thought it was quite good. I can't do an Oprah, but you get the idea. All right, thank you very much again for the questions. Absolutely, Lena. Up next, we have. S.G. Steel. Hi, Jack. Greetings from British Columbia. Hello. Um, I just wanted to say that I really enjoy the Tumblr interaction that you have with your fans. Thank you. And I love your responses to them. They're quite witty. Thank you. Except the one that slightly uh-huh. miffed me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Your response to the lady in Saskatchewan. <laughs> As a Canadian, I felt, mm, slight uh... diss. But then I thought about it, and it was Saskatchewan, and I don't feel so bad anymore. It's one of those places that you travel through mm-hmm. in order to get to better parts of Canada. Agreed. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. Uh, hey. I wanted to ask you if you've ever read the Joe Lee Porn series, mm. Tony Hillerman, because yeah, yeah. you're from New Mexico, and that was one series of books that kind of... She's kind of cutting in and out there, and then it looks like it just, uh, yeah, it looks like it just up. Uh, yes, I do know I just Tony Hillman. brought New Mexico oh. to life for me. Okay, well, we're just going to press stop on that because we're having technical difficulties. Hooray, radio. Um, yes, I know Tony Hillerman. Dance Hall of the Dead is the title that jumps to the mind. Yes, I know them. They're, I'm not big on murder mysteries, so I'm not big on him. No offense. Uh, I will say that one thing that he captured very well is there's a restaurant in Albuquerque called The Frontier, and it's a restaurant that could literally seat 750 people. Uh, It's just massive. It's just huge. And he did capture the feeling of that place, which is also the best orange juice I've ever had in my life. So thank you, S.G. Steele. Suri about uh, insulting an area of Canada. 
Up next, we have Collection Cloud. Hi, Jack. I have two questions for you. Okay, Number okay. one, uh, what are your most and least favorite tracks in Mario Kart? <laughs> I There are certain genres of games that I don't get that I just don't understand. One of them is first-person shooters, and the other is racers. So I don't understand F-Zero or Mario Kart or any of them or why people would find them fun. Uh, the only racer I ever played and enjoyed was Burnout. And by and large, that's just because it has a whole mode where you're just trying to crash cars into cars. That's amazing. So my knowledge of Mario Kart is limited, and my favorite track is Rainbow Road because that's where you go when you die. And number two, when you're in a tickle fight, what is your signature move? Offense or defense? Offense. The best defense is good offense, kid. Come on. You know this. Uh, my signature move is definitely going to be the body slam. Very, very good at the body slam. So we're tickling, we're tickling, and then all of a sudden, boom, I grab you by your waist. I pick you up like you're a sack of flour. Slam you against the mattress. Oh, Jump on top of you in such a way that I have pinned your arms down. But guess what? My arms are still free to tickle. Oh, yes. I will make you use your safe word. Thank you very much for the questions, Collection Cloud. And final question of the day comes from Sally. Hiya. Hello. So I have another question. And I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but... It's something I've been feeling very self-conscious and insecure mm. about. So I was wondering, how do you feel about girls who turn into a werewolf during the full moon <laughs> and feast on the blood of mortal men? Because, like, I'm thinking like you that might me. intimidate a lot of guys. Uh, and, you got me. And yeah, I uh, I just want to know what you thought of that. So thank you. Well played, Sally. You got me. Uh, let's try and be a little bit charming about it. You know, when I was younger, I admit that sometimes I feared the power that women had over men. And this is especially true of your, you know, your generic occult practitioners, your supernatural entities, your, your covenants, your, your undead, sure. And... And I'm sorry for that, but I have grown, and I have matured, and I realize that everybody could hurt and kill you. Everybody can. And it doesn't matter if they are a beast that can transform, uh, or simply a person who can control otherworldly spirits to do their bidding. Everybody can hurt you in love, so give everybody a chance. Uh, <laughs> uh, the best part about dating a werewolf, for me personally, is that I already have the S&M equipment, right? I've already got the bondage stuff. So really, outfitting a cell for two, three days uh, a month, not that big a deal, right? Like, I'm already used to chaining a woman up. This time, I'm just doing it for a very different reason. All right. Well, thank you again, everybody, for your questions. We went a little long this segment. We're, we're going to have to cut back, but I had a lot of fun. I hope you did, too. And that should actually conclude the podcast for the day now that I'm saying it. I have been your host, The Grey Knight. 
This has been Nightly Pleasures Podcast number two. And uh, thank you. Thank you for... Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of it. There are links below if you do want to find out more, hear more stories, or just pester me on Tumblr like all the women that you heard today. Thank you again for being a fan from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week ahead of you.